I've also been on the other side of the fence. I'm an ex-returning citizen. So what that means is that I thought I was above the law. I thought I could just say what I wanted to say to the brothers inside behind the walls because I don't have to stay there. So I could say, like on Christmas, I said one time, I, this is one thing I always say when I go speak. I remember saying this on Christmas one day. They were acting out, acting out. And I said, you know what? The good thing is this. I get to go home. You guys are still here. I said, but then again, I retracted again. I said, you know what? I'm sorry for saying that because we're all one mistake away from being here too. And what did I do? Made that one mistake and I'm there. So now I am activist. So I try to speak out to the things that happened within my city in Columbus, Ohio, um, within the prison system. Um, I talked to me and my girlfriend, Danielle Andrews. She's my, she's my, um, my right hand on in the, in the school, the prison pipeline. That was my organization where I try to talk to these kids before they go to prison. I try to speak to them because those kids right now, you remember Whitney Houston said a long time ago, the kids are our future. So I have to stop them there because you do not want to go the way I went. I said, because it's not, it, everybody think it is like on TV when you see what happens in prison. And some of it's real and some of and most of it's fake. It's nothing like what you see in, in, in on TV. They try to make it look like it's this and that. Unless you get one that's a TV show that's actually going to show you the real, real McCoy. But you'll be in a big surprise when you go in and you think, oh, it's going to be just like this. It's going to just like a day camp. No, it's not. It's not a day camp. It's real life. Because uh, mommy and daddy can't help you. And if you go inside with that attitude that you, that you had on the street, you're not going to make it long. You'll be another statistic inside the institution or it'll be somebody's girlfriend or something like that. So that's how that goes. And I try to get these kids to understand it. And I have a, I have a hard time getting these kids to understand that. And now I've wrote a book, Conviction to Redemption. Um, it's my story of being an ex, ex-prison officer, inmate, um, <clears throat> professional wrestler, college football player, a little bit of pro football player, professional wrestler, bodyguard, a bodyguard for two foster corps before he got real, real big. Yeah, I did it for TLC before TLC. I did it for um, Destiny's Child before Beyonce became with the Beehive and became as big as she is. Um, I did a lot of security work, a lot of security work, a lot of bodyguard work. So I have seen everything that you can believe. But right now, my main focus is trying to get these streets safe for our kids. Um, Here in Columbus, we're already at 98 or 99 homicides. And that's, um, we have nine under age of 18 and it's just it's just ridiculous because my thing is this if we don't stop this it's going to keep on going it's going to keep on going and it like i said we know i was going through school when i was in high school the worst thing you ever saw when i was in high school and i came out in 1990 the worst thing you ever saw was someone getting jumped hmm. now now these kids are bringing guns to school bring guns to school and not what was it um i think it was monday this past monday uh, a boy that little boy was eight years old and shot a four year old in the side playing with a gun. He got found in the house and shot the little boy. He got shot in the side, but he lived. And he said he's going to be okay. But the simple fact is, why would you leave the gun out so the kids can pick it up and shoot it? This is not play. This is not Nintendo. This is not Sega. This is this is real life. That's a real gun. That has real bullets. Bullets don't have no eyes. And my grandmother used to always say, bullets don't have any eyes. Don't have. Now the, my thing is this. I always say this too. You have to stay away from the person who has that bullet with your name on it, because every bullet has somebody's name on it in the streets. The thing is, you have to stay with that away from that person who has that bullet with your name on it. And that's the the main thing is people don't seem to see that. 
they think you're Superman. You can books just gonna block, just bounce off of you. No, it's not. And I'm I'm so scared for our children now. And like I said, it's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. It's not a Mexican thing. It's a child thing. That's why I fight because these kids don't understand. And the color of your skin has nothing to do with. It. You have to understand. And what we were just saying, the system now is set up for our kids to fail. Um, as far as when this coronavirus came in, that was just the plain thing to do, open up the doors for our children to fail. Now you have to learn off the computer. Kids that are people, families that who are poor and can't afford to get the internet or can't have the afford to get the computer so the kids can learn. So how are you going to help them? Internet thing is expensive. And then, then now here in Ohio, they're just going to pass a law that it's going to be free Wi-Fi for everybody here in Ohio. Supposedly, that's what they're saying. But my thing with that is, if you're giving the government free wane to let you see, let you in your house, so now they're going to control your internet, so they're going to let you see what you are watching and see what you are doing. And that's what that scares me also. So we're on a catch-22. You're on a catch-22. So you're going to have the system controlling your internet. And now you're going to say, okay, we're going to give this to you for free. So I'm giving it to you for free. That means I can watch what you want. Big Brother's going to watch you. And I have to say, I know people look at me and say, you're a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. I am conspiracy theorist to a point. But when you open it up like that, you're allowing people to say, we're going to give you free internet. So they'll be able to control what you get to see and what you get to watch and what you get to learn. So that's the main thing I don't like on that aspect. But um, my book is my book is selling um, I'm on Ballable Press. I'm in Amazon.com. Um, I'm about to be in Barnes and Nobles and Walmart. Um, I'm self-publishing this. I don't want to join a place I had. I had to. I got my book in one place. Ballable Press. They try to take a lot of money, but now I'm breaking it off from that and do it myself because you will not make no money if you you have to pay them. It's almost it's almost like slavery. Slavery. I'm paying them to promote my book, my ideas, my vision, and you can't cut me a little piece of cheese, and that's not right. So if you want to write a book, try to do it yourself. You got to get your feet wet. I understand that. But mm-hmm. you have to, sooner or later, you have to break away from mom and do your own book because you will never make no money in this situation. But as far as me, what I like to do, activists, I speak at schools, I speak at festivals i'm going to be here at the back school festival here in columbus and we're, we're giving out book bags and school supplies and all this type of stuff for kids inside the book bag and i'm going to speak there i have a outfit that i'm going to wear i just had to fix it was my prison orange my prison orange outfit and i'm have my prison number on it and the name of where i was at on the back you know Ohio border border corrections department of corrections on the back end. and i let people say do you want to wear this 24 hours a day in the heat hmm. do you want to do that this is not outfit you want to wear. This is not Tommy Hilfiger. This is not Levi. This is state issue institution clothes. And that's what I'm. That's my. That's my message. You don't want to wear. This is not Nike. This is not Nikes. This is not Converse. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't nothing. This is not Puma. It's state issue clothing. You do not want to be state issued. So that's that, man. That's all I gotta say. You go on any more questions? Let me know. Well, so. What 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 do you think is the reason? Are, are you saying that kids aren't listening in particular, or they're they're having a hard time, like with your message? They they get the message, but a lot of these kids see me as an adult figure, 
And when they see an adult figure, a lot of kids don't want to listen to an adult because they figure, oh, they're going to tell me I need to stop doing this. I got to stay in school and stay in all this type of stuff. But I try to get them to understand, like, look, I was a child not too long ago. I'm 50 years old, but that, that, even though I'm 50, doesn't mean I would have never been a child. I've gone through the stuff you've gone through. So what I'm trying to get you to do is hold up, pump your brakes. Don't go this way. You know, and sometimes they don't answer. But if I come out in my, in my prison clothes and show you where I've been, then maybe you will listen. And that has been my reaction to when I go to schools and talk, they find out, like, oh, man, he's an ex-prison. He was a prison. They say, first thing they say, I was a prison guard. Then when they say he's an ex-inmate, then their eyes get big. Oh, man, you've been on both sides. So I can explain to them what's going on. And I tell them all the time, even when I go inside the prisons and jails, I talk, I say, I'm not coming here to pray. I'm not coming here to pray for you. I'm not going to do that because I always got mad when people would come to prison to speak. Churches come to prison. They want to talk about God is here for you. Or in my case, Allah is there for you. It's not like I get that. He is there. But the point is, where were they at when I was making that mistake? So that's my, in my mind at that time, I said, I'm mad at them because you, you, they weren't there. When I was making that mistake, why didn't you come tell me stop then? But yet you want to come in and tell me that I'm here for you. I don't believe you're here for me. So I don't want to come in. I want to hear what's going on in your mind. Let me talk to you. Let's just talk. I don't want to tell you about, I don't want to bring the Bible into you because you get enough that. You get enough that in prison. I want you to sit down and let's talk about what's going on in your mind. What's going on in your life. Let's talk about how you deal with your children, how you deal with your wife, or how you deal with your girlfriend. What's going on there? That's what I want you to understand. That's what I'm here to talk to you about. Then if you want me to pray for you, I will pray for you. But I'm just not going to come right into the boat and just throw God on your plate. I want you to understand I'm here for you to hear what you got to say. And a lot of kids don't hear have that. They don't have people want to just sit down and listen to them. Because that's the problem I feel that we have, that we don't listen to our children. Our children will tell you everything that's going on in the world if you listen to them. It might not be in the language that we under now, we know, because our language has changed completely from the, what their language is. I remember my daughter, my daughter, my daughter would sit down and talk about stuff for hours. And so, Daddy, I really didn't know you knew that. I said, Lisa, I said, I've been, it's the same ropes you've been through, just different players. It's the same game, different players. But I need you to understand that Daddy understands your problems, understand. But the thing is, I'm still your dad. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to punish you if you do something wrong. But I also want to hear what made you come to that decision to make that decision. What, what made you come to that right to make that decision? Why couldn't you come to me or your mother to talk to us? And that's what I want kids to understand, children to understand, teenagers to understand that we are people here that understand what's going on. We want to help. We're not going to criticize you. We're not going to downgrade you. We want to know what is wrong, what has made you walk this road, what makes you want to be in games, what makes you want to be in this type of way. Just because daddy's not there doesn't mean that mommy doesn't, mommy can't help you. But I'm pretty sure you have uncles. I'm pretty sure you might have some your good friends might have a dad you might be able to go to them and talk to because a lot of men a lot of men for me instance my mother was there but i didn't feel comfortable coming to talk to her about sex with my mother i can't talk to her about that right. i need that aspect to talk to right. but a lot of young these young men don't have the father figure to talk to and that that upsets me because that's what i want to do i want to be your not your father but i want to be that big brother that you can come or that uncle that you can come and talk to when something goes the wrong way. And that's why I made the end of school to prison pipeline, because I want the men in my organization to become, if you in your community, be able to come that person that can talk to these kids, be the big brother or the uncle that can say, look, I'm not your dad. I, ne I can't never be your dad, 
but I love you just the same like you are family. I want to be able to help you. Well, the, you know, the reason why, and, and I want to get Alex in on my opinion here in a second, but uh -huh. um, the the reason why I asked that is because me being who I am, and I'm and I'm starting to 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 unleash that onto my onto my listeners. Right, I, I have a show coming up. Um, I'm bringing guys, people, uh, men and women, onto my show that I haven't had contact with in twenty twenty five years that I'm tracking down to bring onto okay. my show so that these people can be character witnesses to exactly who I am because I want my listeners to know that I'm just not no person up here just telling them things that to get likes and subscribes and to get donations out of them right I'm That's the right. I'm, right. I'm the real deal right for real and with me saying that the reason why I asked you that question Bobo is because me I'm thinking like if I was a kid and being my mentality as as I was as a child um mm -hmm. I wouldn't have listened to you either Right. Okay. And, and the reason why I wouldn't have listened to you is is simply because you were a cop. That's how I would look at you. I would look at you as exactly. this guy is a cop and he broke the law. He used inmates to break the law with. And mm -hmm. now he wants to come talk to me about some jive ass shit. That's how I would look at it. Right. I get you. And I get you. And the reason why I'm saying this and, and and I also want everybody to keep in mind that a lot of inmates listen to this show as well. So there's there's going to be a lot of hostility and there's a lot of hostility mm -hmm. in me as well. Mm -hmm. Um simply because I know that there are inmates that suffered at your hands. Right. Yes, it was. I agree with that. And and there are families that had suffered at at those same hands as well. And it's mm -hmm. and I don't take any and I don't take no blame away from the inmates that got involved as well because me being an inmate, I was always looking for a guard to suck up to that I could work my my exactly. end as well. So mm -hmm. it works both ways. You know what I mean? And it it all comes down to self. But exactly. but um, as you said in the beginning, you know, we, we make mistakes and I understand now survival. I understand survival and I understand the oppression that's put on us to make us think that we have to do egregious acts in order to pay our bills or to just to live a little bit extra. Better. Exactly. I get you. You, I you get see you what understand. I'm saying? So it's so true. I understand making bad choices under under those oppressive um moments. But introducing Alex, you know, Alex, please jump in. Oh, I'd just like to say I'm I'm really glad to be here and and have a lot of respect for your story, Stephen. I think it's uh you can gain a lot of insight from somebody who's who's been on both sides of a coin. So mm -hmm. I think that you've really got a lot to be able to offer. Um you know, just to the, to the community there locally and to the community out here as well. You know, like, like Thomas said, um, there's a lot of inmates listening to the program or, you know, former inmates and, uh, being able to offer some insight from both sides, um, is a big thing. And, and I, I like what you're doing with the, with the kids up there too, because that really is where it starts. You know, we all know that our education system is shot. I mean, it's a joke. You know, exactly right. I can't tell you the last time I used, you know, kinds 
or sine and cosine, whatever the algebra shit. Man, I ain't mm-hmm. never learned that. I never, I never used it for anything. So education is a big thing, and I think what kids will respond to the most is actions. Exactly, you're, you're doing that. You know, you can talk to them in, until you're blue in the face, mm-hmm. but them seeing you living in a different way, I think, is the best way way to get through to them. So I got a lot of respect for what you're doing up there, and uh, appreciate I appreciate you. you and appreciate what you're doing, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate well, that. that's that's why I bring Bobo, and that's why I fuck with Bobo because, right? I know, right? Like just to hear this man speak, he's about the kids, and and that's right. and that's what I'm about. And and not only am I about the kids, but I'm also about the parents because I know that's where the kids spawn from. And yeah. and as I had somebody on yesterday. Um, Mr. Joseph Langton, and I explained to him because he said the same thing about the kids. And we all have to remember that we're working both sides of the spectrum because as what we're doing, as what Bobo's out there doing, we have a lot of prideful, prideful parents out there that don't want to ask for help on how to raise their children. That's true. But they're going to sit back and they're going to watch and see how their children are reacting to a good positive community leader and that may end up because I think at the end of the day all of us as parents want to bond with our kids we just don't know how there's no time to and we look for shortcuts and when those shortcuts aren't there we kind of just some of us just give up you know and just kind of pray you know we'll pray to God that everything ends up okay and and things of that nature But this is why, as Bobo said, and I agree with him 100%, even down here, I, and I just said that the other day, the the kids today are on a whole different level, a whole different level. I I would have never heard a story when I was a kid of two young, two young females dragging a, what was he, an Uber driver or whatever he was, and, and beating what? him to death. I would have right. never heard that as a, as a kid. No, you're right. Females at that, you would, exactly. You would have never heard that. Mm-mm. You know, for me to no, hit, but... for for me to hear a female hitting somebody in the head with a bottle was like egregious for me. That was like, whoa, that chick's off the right. chain. It, <laughs> right, you're right. You didn't see that. You no, you right. never did. You never did. But kids are exposed to that. That comes from the exposure that they have nowadays because. They're exposed to so much stuff that we were never exposed to. You know, I've got an eight-year-old daughter, and I said something to her about before the internet. And she's like, what do you mean? And right. I was like, well, you know, we didn't grow up having the internet. She said, but you had video games. Yeah, we had that, but we didn't have the internet. So, you yeah, know, the internet is is a lot like TNT was back in the day. You know, the guy that created Dynamite, his name was Nobel. He's the one that ended up starting Nobel Prize right. because of both the good and bad benefits of of TNT and the internet's the same way, you know, it it can empower you in ways that you can't even imagine anything you want to find is out there, but Mm -hmm. it's also dangerous if it's not, not kept under good control by parents. Cause you've got nine year old kids out there that's TikToking and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Just, you know, the, the kids with, with violence and disrespect and things like that being taken to another level, comes from a lot of the shit that they see on the internet that's right and I agree with it's, you. it's 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 sad but it, it's it's a tough time to be a parent 
it really is. I mean, but again, you know, there's information out there. There's a lot of, a lot of parents have figured out good ways to do things with kids, but you have to go seek out that information and, and figure out how to, how to be a part of your kid's digital life yep. so that you can kind of keep that under wraps a little bit. Um, right. My daughter, cause my daughter's on Twitter and Instagram and she's not on Facebook, but she's on she all that type of all the other stuff. But I tell right. her, I said, I said, even though you're grown, you will be my friend. When I request you to be a friend, you will be my friend. I right. said, for the simple fact is, I don't care if you're 22. I'm still your dad. And yeah, if, you I see if, I'm, if I see something something crazy and you say something crazy, I'm not going to embarrass you on there. I'm going to call you like, what, what was that about? Who was that? Right. You know, I'm still going to say that. As in, I want her to understand that. I still want you to be who you are. I want you to be your, your person. I'm not trying to control who you are, but I want you to make decisions that's going to affect you the right way because you understand the way that you dance, you up there dancing on TikTok and dancing on Facebook, jobs can get that. They can see how you act. They can see that. And, yeah, and, and they do get it. I know. I know. <laughs> These kids don't understand that, that they will watch it. Right. And you talk about this type of stuff. You can't say some things on Facebook and TikTok. You can't say it because it will get back. Absolutely. You see yeah. you see what's going on right now. I don't know um, who follows Kwame Brown or whatnot. My wife would give me um, updates on what's going on with him. Um, mm -hmm. But he just did an episode on that that she showed me where uh, – it's 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 exactly that with Jason Kidd. What's going on with Jason Kidd and the other coach, where they mm -hmm. pulled up his record from twenty some odd years ago about him drinking and things, and and then Jason Kidd's domestic violence. But this is the thing: is if they want to, you're leaving an imprint. Now, what I tell exactly. what I tell my daughter, and what I try to get people to understand that. Like my social media presence, I'm not on social media to talk about my personal life. It's a marketing tool for me. I'm using uh -huh. their people's platform to try to to market my ideas, to spread my word. And the Internet has made that more possible for me to reach all the, the, the people around the world to hear my Come voice. On. That's right. That is what social media is a tool. But... It is also, uh, it's also an agenda, right? Mm -hmm. It's also in a distraction. It's also mm -hmm. a monitoring device. It's also um, a recording device. I mean, there's so many aspects to it. So our yeah. children have to understand, like you say, it's, it's like you said earlier, Bobo, about the free. Mm -hmm. You have to ask yourself, like, why is Google free? Why is Facebook free? You have to understand it takes billions and billions and billions of dollars to run the amount of servers to to establish what Google and Facebook are doing. That money comes from somewhere and that money that money comes from you. They uh -huh. use you to market to you. They use you for all kinds of things. So we have to understand we, we become the product. <laughs> right. we've, we've always right. been the product we just never yes. realized it. we're just starting to realize right. it now you know and that's why we're in the bed of lies that we're in today and that's why our children are shooting people versus beating people up because everyone's starting to realize like everything we've been told is is a lie for the most part it is you're right exactly right and i don't know 
it's never going to get back to the way it used to be, but something has to, we have to find that market, that change that's going to be able to change it kind of almost like a back to where we were. But like I said, it's never going to get back to that point. It's never going to get there because things are too far out of control now. And I don't blame politicians. I don't blame Trump. I don't blame Obama. I don't blame Biden. I don't blame all this because the simple fact is this was set before they even came in office. This is words of Ben done. These they don't they they only control so much. They control what they want them to control, the ones who are over them. And I tell people that you can't blame the president for everything because they're just doing what they are told to do. You don't see the ones who are in control of them. And you never will see the ones who are in control of them. I like I said before, Trump was one thing. He said a lot of things I didn't agree with, but there were some things he did say that I said, you know what? He got a point. He got a point. You know, I I don't agree with all the stuff he said. I'm not a Trumper. I'm not I'm not none of that. I I follow someone. I rather vote for somebody who is not Republican, not independent, because I want somebody who's no longer in the big two. I want somebody who's going to be able to see what I am trying to say. Are you listening? Don't just say I'm listening to you because I want your vote. That's the reason why I'm listening to you because I want your vote. I want you to actually sit down with me and say, you know what? You're wrong for saying that, but I understand what you're talking about. Just like me, you just had that, like you said, some kids ain't going to listen to you because they see you as a cop, you know, and I agree with you 100%. You're right. But that's what we had to have inside the politician office of somebody who plays both sides. Don't, don't be like, I want you, I want your vote. So I'm going to believe what you say. I understand what you're saying, but do you really hear me? Do you hear me? I want the politician, the next person coming out who wants to be independent, don't need to be Republican or Democrat can come out and say, look, this is how I wanted to run. If they don't like it, I still have to make it run like this. And I need people to understand that. And they won't because we're so brainwashed as Republican and Democrat. And that's just not how it's supposed to be. We need that independent party, not the Tea Party, not that. I need somebody that's going to be independent. It's going to be for me and you, not for Mike, Joe, Bob, Cindy, Peter, Bobby, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about me, what I need in my life to make my life a lot better, to make your world run a lot better, make me want to go out and work to make the world a lot better. I need that. But until you realize we need that, it's never going to be in a repeating saga. It's always going to go in a circle. Well, this I, is, I think that a lot of people realize that, and, and a lot of people want the same thing. There's a lot of people out there, I think, who – don't want to fall into the Republican or Democratic Party anymore. Right. They understand right. that and they realize that. But what the problem is, is that the same people that are running the president and Congress, the same ones that are paying all their bills and buying them new cars, they're exactly. also running the media. There you go. So you've got the majority of the media that is biasing them one way or the other. Mm -hmm. It's taking a candidate like, you know, just throwing the name out there like Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. They're taking him and making it seem like there's no way he could possibly get elected. And you're going to throw away your vote if you vote for somebody like that. So that's what's happening. But I think most of the people in the country, if you ask anybody in the country, they'll say that Washington is broke as fuck. It, it anybody is. will. It everybody is. will. Everybody right. agrees on that. And I think that, you know, in this country, that's what we kind of need to come back to is, okay, what can we agree on? You know, okay, it's broke. Now let's start looking at ways to fix that. And as we get deeper and deeper into that, we're going to find some differences, but we're also going to find some similarities. Exactly. And we as a country have to start latching onto those similarities a little bit so that we can find ways to work together. Because all we're doing right now is we're buying into the bullshit the media is feeding us 
about mm. libtards are fucked up and Trumpers are fucked up. Yeah. And right. everybody that don't think exactly like you is fucked up. Exactly. No, that's well, we've diversity. Been, and diversity is a beautiful thing. We've been trained. We've been trained to think in a group mentality. So it's mm -hmm. it's it's automatic and it's a natural ability for us by this point to automatically put ourselves in a group without even realizing that we're putting in ourselves in a group. To, mm -hmm. to speak about being independent is scary. It's a scary thing to be independent, you know, mm -hmm. in, in any walk of life, to, to, to voice your own opinion. And because we've been, as you guys say, so brainwashed over all these years, we're not made to think independently anymore. And that's no, a lot not. of the issue because they, they don't teach critical thought process in, in elementary school. That's there's, there's, right. there's nowhere where kids are, are learning critical thought processes. And as I said in an earlier episode, our critical thought process now is Google. Anytime it comes to, uh, to a critical thought that you have to make a decision about something, the first thing you do is Google. It's what comes mm -hmm. to your mind. And then you let Google do the thinking for you, you see, mm -hmm. and it's and that's what they want. They want your first thought to be their product that you go to so they can monitor all your thoughts after that. You see, I agree with you. And I agree with you. And this is why I say, like, I, I don't negotiate with terrorists. These people want to come out and they want to say, you know, they don't negotiate with terrorists. I'm using their moniker. And until mm -hmm. I see that these people are starting to get behind what they say and ran their votes on. Right. And, and to me, to me, by all definition that you've given me, right. You're a terrorist because mm -hmm. you're, you're lying and you're deceiving the American people into, into voting for you. And then you're getting in there and you're not doing what you said. And nine times out of 10, you may be doing the alternate of what you said you were going to do. Bobo, mm -hmm. have have you seen any difference in the communities or the education up there since Biden has taken taken control? I've seen no difference or nothing. It's the same. Mm -hmm. Same platform, the same same platform, different people in it. Exactly what it is. They're trying to make different things happen. They chose they're trying, they say they're trying. But now with the, the vaccines, that's another thing that's everybody's fighting about. The vaccines are are you going to let your child get vaccine to school? That's another thing that made me so mad this year with the school system. All these kids, like I said, had to be taught virtual. And you can't, like my girlfriend said, she teaches. She's like, you know, a long time we've always told our kids, school's a school and home is home. Now, school is home. So, because you learn from home. Mm -hmm. And so, kids do not know how to break the two apart. You know, I see her son, her son has autism and he has to go to school with a computer and you can't even keep a kid's attention in a classroom. So how are we going to keep a kid's attention on a computer? So you're setting these kids up for failure and nobody seems to understand. I think they say they understand it, but I don't think they understand it. Now, the vaccine is going to come out and pretty soon they're going to say vaccine is going to be just like you've got to have this before you go to school. Now, a lot of people say, I don't want my, I don't want my kid to have this vaccine. I don't want my kid to have this vaccine. For a long time, I didn't, wasn't going to get the vaccine. But I got it because my girl worked in the school system and she works around with the kids. And so I had to get it because 
and don't want to get her get her terminated, and that takes the money from the household because she can't work because she's not she doesn't get as the vaccine. So I had to have it so she could continue working. So see, there you go. It's a trap. It's a there trap, it and that's and that's the that they're they're cornering us in. I, I listen, man. Like I said inside, and Bobo, you could probably attest to it, and and probably yes, Alex as well. Like, okay, for example, the DNA swabs, mm. right? Were mm-hmm. were you active when they were doing the DNA swabs, or were yes, you inside? I was, I was I was active when it happened. Of course, I had to do when I was inside. Yes, I was there. Uh huh. And what did they tell you about the DNA swabs? They said they told me when I was a guard that's going to be able to put them. We'll have it in the database. So if a crime happens, and this person's a crime, he could be across the country. It will come up in the database, so we'll know exactly what it is. And you're right. And, and there it is. That's what they told me. Now, Alex, what did they tell you if you refused the DNA? Were you active when they were doing the DNA swabs? I was active when I was doing the DNA, when they were doing the DNA swabs. So if you refused the I don't, DNA. I don't, think, I don't think it came up what would happen if you didn't, if you refused it. I think it was just, it wasn't really a question. It pretty much if you refused it, they were going to exactly. forcibly take it was yep. pretty much right. my understanding you there there wasn't no i'm not going to take it i'm not going to submit nope. to it right. that never popped into my head because i i didn't see that as an option either i was going to do it or they were going to forcibly take it from me right so um yeah they'll 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 first they'll take your commissary away from you right mm-hmm. and they'll give you that- for for like 72 hours you you know and then they'll they'll put you in the shoe after that in the hole and then they'll put you on food restrictions this is what they'll do until you ended up giving them a dna swab but by that time you you've already you know just given them the dna swab for the most part you know mm-hmm. but they have yeah they've got behavior modification out the ass in prison so i mean mm-hmm. they just they they can make you do whatever they want, they want you to, to do, do exactly. just through punitive measures. I'm so glad so. that you said that, Alex, because that is exactly my point. And the, and what I'm trying to tie to the communities and and the American people is that it's all one system. The prison mm-hmm. system is trained and ran by the government. The American mm-hmm. system yeah. is trained and ran by the government. It's all the same model. So the same the same techniques that you see to control mass population in prison is being mm-hmm. applied to the communities out here and Come on. and and what alex is saying about the modifications in order to get you to do it is exactly what bobo said in order for him to have to take the vaccine now mm-hmm. i have not taken it and i still wear my mask for for multitudes of reasons in, in public um mm-hmm. I'm against the vaccines because I, I, I just know what they are. All right. Um, now, my daughter lives with her mother down south, and they're a little mm-hmm. more free-spirited towards towards life um, in that sense. I, it, a little more liberal, mm-hmm. if you will. You I got know? you. So uh, I hear from my daughter one day. She's like, oh, oh by the way, Dad, um, now that I'm better, uh, I had COVID and not only did I have COVID, but I got the vaccine. This is, this is how I'm told as a father. Right. So, right. 
my first question, I see Bobo tilt at his head, right? So my first question is, but, but baby, if you had COVID, why did you get the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Well, they told me I had to get the vaccine, you know, for this, this, that, and this. Who told you that? Well, it was the doctor, blah, blah, blah. So did anybody ask you or test you for the antibodies knowing that you just came off of getting COVID? No. Right. No. Right. So again, when, when I hear an incident like that and so many others, my first question is, then it's not really about health. It's not really about, you know what I mean? It's not because if somebody has the antibodies, why would you waste an, 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 you know, a, a vaccine on this person? They already got the antibodies. Exactly. When we're struggling and we're buying millions of vaccines, but we're, we're hitting people with vaccines that just, so come on. I mean, we have to put together the pieces and we have mm-hmm. to wake up. So yeah, right. I think I, I, I'm going to chime in here for a second. Cause mm-hmm. I think that I understand what you're saying about the vaccines. I've got the vaccine. Um, I got it several months ago. I haven't had any ill side effects. Um, and I understand that I, I think there's a lot of people who are not wanting to take it a little bit as a sign of, of the word just escaped me, but like just rebellion. Just, I know I'm not doing this largely because you're telling me to. Me too, exactly. And I, I don't know if that's your case and I'm not necessarily speaking that to you, but, but it occurred to me that that may not be actually the best act of rebellion. Um, I don't personally see anything health wise wrong with the vaccines. I think that there have been a lot of vaccines that have helped in the past, um, you know, with smallpox and other things of that nature. So, but honestly, I'm, I'm getting off topic here. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is the better way to rebel against what is happening in our country is to stop buying their shit. Stop buying shit from Amazon. Stop buying shit from Walmart. Start going out and supporting your local people where the money's going to stay in the in the community. Yeah, I agree you with know? you. Buy hot dogs from the hot dog stand from the guy who lives two buildings down from. Make sure it's USA. Make sure you're buying USA products. USA I agree with that. You know, I, yeah, and 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 those are the smart things that we have to start doing to to start turning the tide on this thing towards our favor. And and I really hate that that social media is what it is and influences so many people into basically not thinking for themselves mm-hmm. all they do is listen to you know whatever headline or meme fits their worldview and their echo chamber and but but those are the things because i'm right there with with all the people who are like yeah fuck their vaccine i'm not taking that because they're trying to make me take it mm-hmm. um but there's better ways and and stuff to go about doing this Yes. Well, so well you're I correct. I mean, rambly. I didn't, I didn't no, get no, no, you're I fine. To, no, you're yeah. fine. And I understand your point. I really do. And, and for those, all I can say is again, my message, right. Is be conscious of self. Don't do yes. something because you know, you see somebody else doing it or you really don't research and understand why you're making the decision that you're making mm-hmm. for me. Right. One, I just know too much about Dr. Fauci and I know too much. I've seen too much to 
to have me believe any other way that this this thing has been was man made. It was for bio warfare, and it was I'm going to be people. unleashed at at some point. Um, the vaccine, right? I, I see uh, Bill Gates all over behind all of this, and mm -hmm. I've seen what he's doing over in Africa. And I'm seeing the reports coming out of Africa of all the fertility from the vaccines that he's putting out there. And I know that these people are big on global population control. And I know that it's, it's done in some sort of fashion between, you know, uh, however, I, I don't want to get too much, into this, right. but for me, I guess the overarching point is I just know too much. Mm -hmm. And this is why they say ignorance is bliss and why some people just don't want to educate themselves because I agree with you. because it's 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 more joyful just to be ignorant to all of this stuff. We're in an ugly mm -hmm. time and we're in a time that's going to be looked back upon for hundreds and hundreds of years. There's no question, no question, mm -hmm. a global pandemic. Right. The the the, the shit going on with, the, the, you know, our presidency, the votes. Oh, that cool, right? Yeah. All of yeah. this, you know, and 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 just everything that's happened in the past year is going to be studied for a very long time, you know. Yes, it is. And I want to make my part of that. I want to bring Bobo in because I do want to share just a little bit. I, I I did um, we we got we got into some deep things, and these are things that really have to be spoken about. I do want to get into CRT up there with you as well, because I know that's a big issue up there in the schools. And I know you're dealing with children as well. But I also really want to get into, um, I don't know how much time we have left, but I really want to get into just some of the decision-making factors of how you went from guard to inmate so people can understand that. Because I do want to respect okay. my brothers and sisters that are locked up listening to this okay. that did want to tune in to hear that that part of it so um let's since we're on this topic before we get off it let's just spend some time on the crt real quick are okay. you dealing with that up there this critical race theory is it in your schools are they teaching it to the kids um do you agree with it what are your thoughts on it i believe for a fact that the race the race Racism right now, I can say racism right now, is at a as a as a, at a halt at an all time high right now. Um, as far as we can break it back down to the police brutality and stuff like that. So now, as I say that, a lot of the African American men I know and women, to that fact. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'll say this real quick. I'll say this real quick, and I'm gonna say this: the Black Lives Matter movement. Black Lives Matter. I say this, black lives won't matter until we learn how to matter to ourselves. Quit killing one another. That's my spoke. That's what I speak out on now. I used to be pro-black this, pro-black this, black lives matter, black lives matter. But every time I turn on news, another black man gets shot by another black man. And so how can people take us seriously if we're killing one another? But that goes back to, goes back. It's control. The guns, the guns, we, we don't have no planes. We can't bring no guns in the hood. So the hood, the guns are in the hood. But how do they get, how do we get them? Hmm. We can't get the guns like that. How, how, you know, being, being a felon now, we can't control guns. We can't have guns at all, but we still get them. 
So how does that happen? But I need these kids to understand that it is just like you said, it is a it is a test. It's to see what you can do, what they're going to make you do. But we need to be able to ones, all of us, me, you, all of us need to be able to once say, look, and I, everything you said is exactly what I say too, but there's sometimes I don't say it because my girlfriend, she is, she, she's really beginning to understand what I'm saying. And I told her, I said, I'm not trying to brainwash you. I'm not trying to brainwash you. I just want you to open your eyes and see what I'm talking about because you have a child. We have kids. We need to show them this is what's happening. And I agree with you. Now, as far as what you're saying, it's there. It's there. They're just now kind of starting to bring it out in the open. We have, they're having a conference. They're having a news conference before school starts back. And I'm going to be there for that one. And they want to talk about all this type of, I, I asked them this, you need to bring in this drink in comfortable. I can never pronounce comfortable behavior. So kids, like we just said, to make the right decision before you do stuff, we need to find out where your mind is at. So quit trying to say a kid is special needs or special this. They might not be that. They might not actually understand what's going on. Because that's one thing I always talk about in my, when I go speak. I said a child's mental mental state is not an adult mind at age 17, 18. They're not, they're, you don't turn get that to your 25. Right, 25, right. So how are you going to put a child that's 18 inside the penitentiary with somebody 25, 30, 50 years old? You can't do that. They don't know what they're doing. They just see something and they react. They don't never think it out. And that's what we need to teach these kids. This is what And what you just said, it has to be taught some type of way, but I don't know how it's going to do it without people saying it's racist. I'm pretty sure it's not even taught in K through 12 or anything, isn't it? Isn't this some kind of specialized thing? It was. It, well, that's the thing. You know, critical race theory is is a is a university level class. It's it's right, it's, yeah. it's it's law. It's taught as law. You know, it, in in a sense. But they are but, they are bringing but, it into the schools, even though they're saying that they're not. But that's, it's there. It's there. And 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 you have you have t- um like the parents that are showing up in hundreds at the school, and what they're teaching Alex is that. You know, America essentially at the fundamental root level was established as a racist country and that mm-hmm. everything spawning out of that is is a racist country. And I don't know if I disagree with that theory. Right. However. However, it's I, I really have to, to delve into it more to have a solid opinion on it. But. One thing I do know is it shouldn't be being taught to our kids. Race well, sh- shouldn't even be a discussion to our children. Nope. Right. I so, I mean, that. how is it coming into our schools? You made the statement that it was coming into our schools. So is it As a curriculum. introduced this year? So it's, it's coming it. into That's the it. curriculum this year? Yep. And if so, where is that happening? I mean, are there there specific examples of yes where it's now being taught to all in all in your guys's neck of the woods all up there in the northeast virginia um Uh uh, ohio i think michigan is yep carolinas are introducing it and and what they're saying essentially is that these these kids these white kids have to have to understand that they are essentially racist right and that and that all of their thoughts are racist because 
this this is <laughs> so again and, and I just want I, let me wrap this up with this here and then then we'll go into a little bit of 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 Mr. Bobo's life but and to clarify what Mr. Bobo is saying when the black on black crimes and such I want everybody to understand this is agenda it is agenda Mr. Black on Black Crime, when you're out there and you're killing your brother in the neighborhood, you are feeding the agenda. Gang, exactly. gang, gangsters, you know, you, you gang bangers. When you're out here and you're protecting your hood, right, you are, you are feeding that agenda. You're feeding, mm -hmm. you are doing exactly what the people want what you to want. do. So they while you me. think you're out here rebelling against them, you're doing what you that what they want you to do. They're training you for that. That's right. Listen, man, if we want these people's attention, stop all the crime against us. Stop all the crime against your communities. S come together as one vote. And if you really want to get their attention, stop voting for these people. Stop voting at all. Go one year without no votes and watch how these people will come to you. You won't have to stand outside of their buildings anymore with signs. Because they're exactly. going to know that they have an issue. That issue is unity. And that's what everything that they put into is about division. They have mm -hmm. to keep us divided. And we do that's that right. by killing each other, raping each other's children, all of this crap that yes. we're doing to each yes. other, man. And our children, right. our children. So I love, I love all of you guys, man, for what you do for the kids, for real. So Mr. Bobo. You yes, you were a, a correction officer at, at what facility? Madison Correctional Institution. And how long were you there? About three and a half years. Have you ever committed a crime going into the institution? Never. So do, Never. do they do background checks and such? You have to pass a background yeah. check and all yeah, of that. Yeah, background check, psychological evaluation, all that type of stuff. They do all that. Here in Ohio, you do. Were you a criminal-minded kid coming up? No. No, I was brought up in a household that was mom, mom, grandma, grandpa worked every day. And that's how they were. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. You work to get what you needed. Uh-huh. Yep. So how was your lifestyle at that time that you go in as a, as a correctional officer? Um, I, I was, went to a, I went to a private school through junior, through elementary kind of elementary junior high i was always a catholic school stuff like that then i finally went the mom got married we left springfield ohio which is a small little small little, little small little town in ohio called springfield ohio and it's it's um it was home of i international harvester they made the school buses um school buses they made school buses so that's where you worked at my grandfather worked there and my uncle worked there that's where you went to um then she got married i moved to dayton and Dayton to Springfield is like moving from LA. You live in, let's say you lived in a small little, small little town in Colorado, to say that. A small little town in Colorado in the mountains. That's and then you moved to LA. So you brought up where everything is slow motion. Slow, slow, slow. Things close up at six o'clock. Everything's closed. Ain't no pizza on thing you can get once fast food, you gotta order pizza have it delivered to mcdonald's and stuff closed like 6 37 o'clock so when i came to dayton ohio it was wide open i was like oh my god 
it's wide open. I've I never seen the stuff going on here. You know, the girls, the women, the girls are a lot different in Dayton, Ohio, than they are in Springfield. The clothes that they wore, you know, they were tight, tight jeans and tight shirts. You know, you know, I was like, oh my God, it's like I'm watching the watching watching videos. Oh my God, look at this. You know, you think about that, you're like, how is that possible? How 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 do these girls come out looking like that? They don't. They're not. They're not built like this where I'm from. So. So that's when I first started getting introduced to the drug dealers. Mm. And the drug dealers got all the girls that you liked because they had the money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow. So I'm working, I'm working at a nursery as you know, the flat water and flowers and stuff like that, doing that. That's where I worked at. I bust tables and then I was playing football. And so when I got to high school. I was like, man, I said, I can't, I can't, I can't get the, my mom, I said, my mom's going out buying my, getting Nikes and stuff like that. And she's working two jobs so I can have nice stuff. Yeah. And so now I'm like, man, I can't have my mama working like that. So when I got out of high school and went to college, I got injured playing football. So I started doing, so I started working security and bodyguard and stuff like that when I got in college. And that's when I said, you know what? This is not it. So I started seeing the, all the major dope boys I was friends with in high school with. Now they're out. And they're now they're doing big things, driving big cars. and all. So I got infatuated by their lifestyle. So when I was working in prison, I was like, I had a guy. He's, he's I think he's still incarcerated, a big-time drug dealer. And he used to talk to me. He's a man, you know what? You know, you can make a whole bunch of money bringing drugs into the system. Mm. This is what he told me. You can bring drugs into the system. You're a CO. They're going to check you. Bring them in. And you have their parents, their family put money on, put you money on your stuff. So you're going to give them the drugs and they're going to give you the money, send you the money, give you the money mm-hmm. for them. Pushing, yeah, pushing, you know pushing his product. Pushing his product. Do you still, so, have, have you ever, have you, do you still have contact with that dude or? No. No, I know. I, that's why I said I don't even know if he's still locked up or not. I don't even know. Okay. So, like I said, then I brought brought all that stuff in, and then I was working working at a, another little like halfway house, part time job, halfway house, trying to make more money. And so, this had female and male in this halfway house. Mm-hmm. And so, I was in both. You know, I, you had to work both sides, the female side and the male side, and so. I made a mistake of opening up to a female inmate Mm. talking to her. I was having problems at home with the wife because Mm -hmm. I, what I, she knew what I was doing and she didn't like it. I said, but I always said, but I'm paying bills in this house. You don't have to work as hard because my money's going to this. So she, me and her was going into it. So I opened up to her, the female because she I was weak-minded because she was stroking my ego, stroking me, do, doing what we do as being being um, inmates. Sure. We stroke you. We, we know how to get to, you know, how to get into you mentally. And so she like you know she would come out and talk to me at night when I had to work second shift and walking second. She'd come outside, be kind of skimpy dress, you know, wearing a t-shirt and t-shirt and stuff. Working her game. Working her magic. Working her game. I know and she I, was bad too. Right and dumb. And dumb. And I knew what it was, but I still fell into it. And so I went to write her up. Now, no, I'm still bringing drugs. I'm still bringing stuff in. 
I went to write her up because she got in trouble. So she figured that she could sweet talk me and I wouldn't write her up mm-hmm. to make her get, she loses commissary or something like that for, for, for a week. And so she got mad. So she went back. You're muted. You're muted. Okay, there you go. I had sex with her. I said, Joe Possible, where can I have sex with you? Go all the cameras. They believed it. I was coming to work that day. The Ohio State troopers were there at the institution. Mm. me, And they found out about the drugs and all that stuff because I told her about the stuff I was doing. So it got switched around. All that I got caught up in the system because I was trying to be the man. That's what I did. So <clears throat> I'm about 100% innocent. I'm not 100% type of guy, but I didn't do that to the girl. I, I, ain't, I ain't stupid. Mm-hmm. I ain't stupid at all. I know, that, I know what that's going to cause, and I'm not going to do that. But I brought the dope in. Yes, I did. Because I want that I want that probability of saying, you know what? I'm the man. And again, I got caught up playing the game because I thought I could get away with it. And I figured, you know what? I got caught. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the green mile. I'm good. I'm, they're going to support me because I'm one of their brothers. Nah, that's not what happened. They actually had me wait. They had me there. As soon as I came in, it, it, my um, my um, boss, the uh, sergeant, told me to come in. I need you to come in, sign this paperwork, blah, blah, blah. Everything's cool, man. We signed your paperwork. So when I got there, I drove to work. I got there. I walked in. And I noticed that there were some more CF, some more the state troopers there. I didn't put two and two together. I didn't think about it. So I'm in there. I'm signing up paperwork. Next thing I know, the state troopers come in. And is it Mr. Bobo? I said, yes, sir. I said, I need you to come with us. I said, uh-oh. So I knew when they said come with yep. us, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And so when, when I came with him, <laughs> I come around the corner, and they hit me with that. They said, well, we're investigating a sexual assault with this female. I noticed on the desk was her picture, my picture, with the detectives of the detectives and the state troopers. Mm. So I never, ever got a chance to even talk, tell my side of the story. When I got down to the Montgomery County Jail, the media was there. Mm. The media was there. Channel 7, CBS, ABC, Channel 7 News, Channel 2 News, 22 News, Fox 45, they were there. And the first thing they said, inmate, one who's supposed to watch your, watch your loved ones inside of prison is bringing drugs and having sex with female inmates. And that wasn't what it was. Mm. So the media, once again, the media took it to the next level, threw me out there. And the system pulled the pulled the pulled the pulled the, pulled the carpet underneath, underneath me and made me fall. So they had nobody. I had to get my own attorney because usually I was supposed to have you supposed to have um, the union represent you. They didn't represent me. I had to buy my own. I had to buy my own. I had to buy my own attorney. What was it? Twenty five? No, fifteen thousand dollars later, I get twenty two months in prison. He only. I was they was trying to get me for trying to get me for fifteen years. I got I got three years and I got out early. So what was you ultimately charged with? 
They charged me with drug trafficking and they charged me with sexual battery. No contraband. Because, no contraband. You know, the sexual battery. Sexual battery because I was in a personal trust because they believed her. There wasn't no DNA. Wasn't no DNA, but they believed her. On what grounds, though? What grounds did they believe her? Just just her saying that? Word of mouth. Word of mouth. They even they they drew blood. They they stuck the little thing up my wang hole, mm-hmm. scraped all that stuff outside, put it. Nothing came back with me. Nothing mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. And I tell people that story, and they're like, "Wow, really?" I said, "Yes." I wrote my book. My book. You know, you have to you have to go through that background check with your book, people, so they have to, so they don't get sued. Everything I'm telling you is what's in my book. Right. And they all came back and said, no, there was, I had to get another attorney when I got my early release and he had my whole case. He said, why would you plead guilty to this? Mm-hmm. I said, because I was in the media. I said, because they were making my, harassing my wife at work at her job. I said, I said, you know what? I said, let me just give me the deal. So, so this stuff can stop. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, is that a story there? Alex, what you got to say about that? The whole damn system's corrupt, man. <laughs> and, Dude, right. You know, I mean, I understand the position of the guards. I understand the position of the inmates. I don't understand them with the the, the sexual stuff just because, you know, they should know better than to know that they can just trust you know, an inmate, sadly, because I was an inmate as well. So you I, can't I, I was, take I was, take somebody's I was, word. I was, but I was dumb. I should never open up. No, you shouldn't have. But right. we as people are people. You know, we're right. humans. Exactly. We're fallible. Right. Exactly. So, I, I'm, I'm glad you only got to, did 22 months because right. you're able to get out here and make a difference in your community, and that's what really matters. That you know. It was able to show you a picture of both sides of the fence. They did, you know, and, and that's going to make that. you stronger in the work that you do going forward. Yeah, it does, you know. And I say that too. I tell the people when I go speak, I say, you know what, I, you know, it was like, and then religious people say, well, you, you don't. I said, I left the Christian aspect and I became Muslim because the Muslim aspect opened up to me more than the Christian aspect. I hate to say that the Christian, I had, I was in church and they never came to see me. They never even wrote me. I write the right. I write the church, and they would, and my letters will come back. And so, I said, "How was that possible?" I said, "I'm supposed to be one of your. I'm supposed to. Be, I pay my tithes. I yeah. pay my tithes. You're driving Mercedes because my money's helping you put gas in it. Mm-hmm. Until you don't do what they want you to do. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I have to say that. You know, I'm not saying all churches like that, but in the African neighborhood, in the black neighborhood, I say that. I can say that because that's what happened. I went to a black church. I was a deacon in that church. I was a pillar in that church. I helped clean that church. And when I fell, you pushed me away. Mm. And I don't, I, I just can never forget that. Everybody said, well, man, you got to live and forget. I can't. I can't forget For it because sure. when I was on my lowest point in my life, you were supposed to be there to help me get up, but you weren't there. Pretty so sure when you ask that question of what would Jesus do, he wouldn't have done that. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm saying. Jesus but, loves know, the prisoners, I, man. I know they do. Right? I know they do. I found that out when I was in there. I found that I was out when I was in there. I said, because, you know, there are some guys in there right now that I know could be one of the most powerful ministers now because I know what they talk about and they tell the truth. Mm. And that's what people don't get. 
we tell the truth. We might it not not be the truth that you want to hear, but you think about it, it is the truth because we have seen it. We know it. Yeah. Not saying Amen. that we always right because we're not right, always right, but the things that we know, we know because we studied it. We watch. We watch people. We can read people because we know a fake when we see it. Amen. Hallelujah. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> So let me say this, man, because I, I, I hear all this and and Bobo, I love you, brother. But Thank I Thank you, man. I, I love you too, bro. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a real ass cat. I like that. And and I'm a convict always to the day I die, right? Yes, sir. So I hear all this crap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, my message is this. And it's very important. And, and I'm part of that. And and I say, and I joke around, I say crap, you know, because 10 times, 10 out of 10 times, Bobo, I probably would have done the same thing that you've done if I was in your shoes. Mm-hmm. Thinking how I was thinking back in the day. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 I say crap because we all do the things that we do out of mm-hmm. ego Exactly. Out of selfishness mm-hmm. and out of manipulation that media puts in our minds that th- these things are important to us, that, um, mm-hmm. you know, that we're supposed to divorce our wives or it's OK to divorce our wives, you know, or, you know, uh, it's a, the, because the, the agenda is always to separate the family. They want to separate children mm-hmm. from parents. They want to separate parents. They want to separate the household. That is the agenda. So this is why the divorce rates at an all-time high in these things. But I say all that to say this. At the end of the day, and Bobo, I already know you know this, so I'm just going to say this for the people mm-hmm. that don't know this and using your example. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Bobo had a choice. And, yes, I did. And everything that he is experiencing now everything that he went through with the media, all the embarrassment, everything that this man experienced, even though it's wrong and it was, it was, you know, uh, corruption and all of these things, Bobo brought that onto himself. Yes, I did. Right. And, and I believe from just the story that I heard, you can correct me if I'm wrong, of course, it's your life and your story, but mm-hmm. I believe the spawn of that just came from communication or lack of communication between you and your partner. I agree with that. It is exactly what it was. You're right. You're absolutely right. And I, what I go, you know, you have to go through prison. You have to go through those classes and stuff like that. And that was one of the main things they said. So what was your communication like? And there wasn't none. And there wasn't none. And you're right. There was no communication, and that's a simple fact. And, I, and it kills me because you said that because you're right. You're right. Man, you don't miss your calling, man. Maybe you should be able to be in there talking to these kids, to people too, man, because you're absolutely right. It's communication. And communication is one thing that a lot of men don't have with their other because they don't want to seem like you're weak. You know, and I tell guys all the time, it doesn't hurt. Sometimes you, you have to say, baby, I'm sorry. It doesn't say you're sorry and actually meaning you're sorry is two totally different things. Right. And as a black man, would you say that it's harder to communicate, especially open yes. up to, to therapists yes. and things of that nature? Yes, it is. You're yes, not, it is. you're not taught that as a kid, right? You're taught 
You're taught other than that to keep everything inside the family. You don't bring things outside the family. (laughs) Right. That's right. Exactly what it is. I remember I remember that falling down as a kid with my grandfather and hurt my knee. Men don't cry. Stop it. You're a grown man. I wasn't a grown man. I was seven or nine. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't, don't, don't tell me a grown man don't cry. I'm not grown yet. I'm supposed to cry. Why Amen. are you crying? Your mama ain't here. Your mother at work. Quit crying. I'm not your mother. I'm your grandfather. You're supposed to suck that up. Mm-hmm. Man, where my mama at where she can rub my knee and make me feel better? You know, and that's, and that's the whole problem was, like you said, ego. That is, a man, especially a black man, that's our biggest sore is an ego because we try to live up to so many levels because we're already looking down upon a lot because they always think that a black man is this type of black man or he's a violent or he doesn't take care of his kids and all this type of stuff. And you try to step out harder because I don't want to be part of that political that political genre because, you know, I came up a single parent house, so my dad wasn't around. But so I don't want to start. I did. I wanted to end that family curse where the man wasn't around. Mm. And also, I can say this real quick that the black woman, I hate to say this, I don't know, man, black women are going to be hearing this. A lot of black women need to understand that not every black man is wrong. Not every black man is going to try to do certain type of things. We need to be loved too. We need to be held too sometimes. You know, we're, quit being a punk. Quit being a punk. I want to hold my, I want to hold, I want to hug when you, I want to hug when I come home from work, say, baby, how was your day? I know you look tired. Give hey, me a man, hug. Man, my goodness, man. Y'all loosen up some. Loosen up. Love your man, man. You know? Right. Exactly. You know, this shit is tough out here for us, man. You know we're under attack. You know our manhood is under attack, man. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. You know, I'm not saying that it my wife's fault that I did that, but again, like you said, if I had communication, I could have sat down and talked to my wife, not a female inmate, to let her in, to let her in cl- get close to me, able enough to let her know how, what I, how I tick. I should never let another female know how I tick. That's my wife's job. Let me ask you this, Bobo. What could yes, your wife have done differently that would have made you open up at that time? Listen hey, to me. Listen to me. Before you answer that, Bobo, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to dip out of here, uh, mm-hmm. Thomas. Okay, Alex. Yeah, we've been on for, for a while, man. This yeah. is how our conversations run, too, man. <laughs> I know uh, they do, and you and I have had some of these conversations, but I'm gonna, I am got some other things going on, and I'm going to have to roll out to take care of them. So, But I wanted to say that it was very nice to meet you, Stephen. Thank um, you, sir. Much respect and love to you up there in Ohio doing what you're doing. You keep up the Thank good you, work. Sir. And hopefully so. we'll cross paths again somewhere down the road. We will. We will. We're on the same page. We will. I'm Absolutely. Here. Absolutely. Drop Brady. your link. Absolutely. Drop your link. And Thomas, yeah. Uh, it's called thephonephoenix.com. Okay. And it'll be going live on Monday. I've got a whole program. Thomas and I are going to do another little bit about that later, so check it out. Okay. Got some good stuff going on with uh, right. prison rehabilitation and reentry. Okay. So, I'll, work. Uh, I'll check you yeah. out. I've actually got to go address some of that right now. So, right. Thomas, I will catch up with you soon. To all the listeners, thanks for checking us out. Keep up with Thomas Free Me in the podcast, baby. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I love you, man. Be safe. All right. Love Thank you guys, you man. Me. Yeah, Bobo, man. And you got a you, you got a great story, man, for real. I mean, Thank you, man. Justice this here and you know I'm I'm um you know, I'm sorry you went through the things that you went through, man. And it, it's but, it's tough for us men, man. It is, it is. But like you said before, it's not an excuse to do what I did. 
You're right. There's no excuse for that. And no. like you said, I should I should have sat down and talked to my wife. I should have. And that's why that was part of the reason why we got divorced. Was I think that's one of the reasons why we got divorced because the trust was gone and it never was able to get back to where it was. And we lasted years after she rode with me when I was in prison. She rode when she came to visit me. She put money on my books. She sent me my phone calls. And she rode with me. That's a good no matter she and she knew what I want. But see, I didn't respect that. I didn't respect that. But and also came to the point now that the woman I have now, my girlfriend now, she's known me since I was I knew her. She was a senior in high school. I was a freshman in college. And we've always been friends. And she opened her house up to me. And she knew about my background. She knew everything. She's like, I know who you were. And again, what you just said, I want people to know who I am. Not who I was. I want to know who I am now. Because I made mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. And she saw past that. So I respect her so much for that. But I made that. I made that mistake. And I can admit that. I made that mistake. I don't blame I don't blame her. I don't blame being an inmate. I don't blame the inmates. I don't blame none of that. Because I opened myself up to be trapped. And I should have known that. I went to school for that. I should have knew that. And I appreciate that. And that and that's the message. The message is, and I want everybody to understand that message, is that no matter what happens in our life, right, the devil is mm-hmm. constantly trying to tempt us to too exactly. bad, right? And at the end of the day, again, like I use the example, we could be chained to a wall, but you still have a choice. You mm-hmm. always have a choice, right? Yes, you do. So... I really appreciate the fact, you know, that that you you're as open as you are, but situations we have to understand how situations occur. And I wanted to to bring that all back because most of everybody's lives could be so much different with just a little bit of communication and just mm. swallowing your ego and pride and and exactly. You know what I you're mean? Right. I right. have my own issue right. that I have to go deal with now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I'm having issues with ego and pride as well within my relationship you I know and 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 I'm, I'm actually going to do an episode on on toxicity and, and things of that nature as well because mm-hmm. it's very important to understand when we are in a toxic situation mm-hmm. you know so I agree with you. bobo man again like i say much love um thanks bro i, I did want to do this with you i want to do more with you because i believe in your message to the kids i believe that you have a Thank good you. message I believe that you have a strong message and Thank you. and I cut for you. So um, I think some of the hurdle may be what I opened mm-hmm. up with earlier. Just the, mm-hmm. the simple fact that you may be looked upon as, as, mm-hmm. you know, a dirty cop or okay. something like that. Yeah. And, and you're automatically just cut out. And, and I want to show that even though that a person makes mistakes and you have your opinion, we're not here to argue against your opinion. Your opinion is your opinion, but all we're asking is that you just listen to the message. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just listen to the message, and if it makes sense, roll with it. One thing that mm. needs to be taught in our schools as well that isn't taught, and again, it's agenda, is logic. Logic. Right? These kids don't have logic. There's no, nope. there's no logical decision-making when you're sitting here playing Grand Theft Auto and then you're saying, you know what? I want to take this to the street for real. There's no, right. there's no logical thinking that that comes afterwards. Mm-hmm. After that initial thought is, man, this would be cool if I could do this. Mm-hmm. So, 
I agree with you 100%, man. That's where, and that's exactly where it's at. We're in, You're right. We're in trouble, partner. And, and, and I just, I, you know, my daughter asked me, she, she said, Dad, why are you angry all the time? And I'm like, baby, don't, don't misconstrue anger for seriousness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not angry, but I'm serious. These are serious, serious times. Mm-hmm. You know, we're losing a lot of our rights. We're losing our children. You yes, know what I are. mean? And and it's getting to a point to where people are scared to leave their house anymore in America. Mm. This mm-hmm. is a, this is America, man. Land of the free. You're Land right. Land of the That's free, right. man. People need to wake up. So, Bobo, thank you so much for coming on the Bobo. show and opening up, man. Anytime, man. I'm here for you, man. Absolutely, man. Many blessings to you and your family. Thank um, you, sir. And just, and just keep doing what you're doing, partner, okay? Yes, sir. Appreciate it so much. Thank you for the chance. Amen. All right, man. Thanks, man. One. All right. So that's it. You know, um, I thank you all for joining in. And... That's it again. In in a nutshell, that's my message. That's my whole message. I'm trying to bring the fact that a lot of the decisions that we make are based upon ego, misinformation, um, material, which is again is ego, and just lack of communication. You know, um, we have to do better. So. Once again, thank thank my public, man. I thank you guys for subscribing and, and really joining in on the discussion. That really means a lot to me because I'm doing this for you guys. This is all for you guys. I'm dedicating all my days, all my time to try to bring awareness to the communities. And that's it, to the Americans, so that we can come together and come to a common ground. As you heard these guys say earlier, like we don't have to agree on everything to understand what the root element of our nation is, right? And it's lack of emotional control, lack of communication, and lack of honesty. I, I lack these, all these myself, so I know I'm speaking from experience, you know? So it's all of us being our best self, man, in every given situation and moving forward and helping each other out in the understanding that we have to come together as, as just one nation, one voice, you know? So again, to Miami, I love you. Many blessings. I know I was muted in the beginning of the podcast. So man, I'm a dumbass. What can I say? You know, I, I, I got so much shit. I got to remember before the show starts. So I do apologize for that, but I gave many, many blessings to the people in Miami. My prayers again to you. I love you. I wish I wish the best for you guys, man, and it's a tragedy. Once again, this is another strike on on the poor. So, people, we have to come together, man. I love you. Be your best self. Until then, man, we out this bitch.